0: Sometimes you just need a quick overview of the news. Other times, you need a deeper understanding of what's going on. The Rundown podcast has all of that, and it's Chicago-based, so you know what's up in your neighborhood and across town. Listen to The Rundown wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Did you know there are health benefits to a good laugh? Yeah, it improves your mood, keeps your immune system strong, and get this, laughing activates your muscles and stimulates your heart and lungs. And that is no joke. Our next guest today is no stranger to a little banter and a little quip and a little humor. If you're a fan of the Chicago comedy scene, you may have seen her most recently at Sleeping Village for her solo comedy show, Marguerite, or for our TV show bingers out there. You might have watched her in a couple episodes of The Righteous Gemstones, Season 3. Well, I recently sat down with comedian and self-proclaimed exhausted Chicago girl, Maggie Winters. She told me more about what it means to be an exhausted Chicago girl.
1: Thank you for having me. What does that mean? <laughs> Off the top,
0: what is that? How, how are you an exhausted Chicago girl? Well, I'm from Chicago and I'm just always tired and I, <laughs> I need people to know that. that. Is is that what's going to happen to me? I'm, I'm almost three years in.
1: You're going to be tired soon, <laughs> soon, soon. Yeah, but Chicago will keep you going. <laughs>
0: uh, you've also been described as a Chicago fried comedian, so I have to ask you about that too. It's a term you seem to have embraced. You like it, right?
1: Yes. Uh, a newsletter described me as that and I thought it was perfect because... <laughs> I mean, fried foods are amazing. So anything fried, and I feel it's like Chicago fried. I'm so proud to be from here. So, and I think a lot of my comedy is influenced by Chicago. So I was like, Chicago fried, yeah, let's go for it.
0: <laughs> so you you just mentioned that you're from here. You are a Chicago girl, born and raised. Yes. Tell us more about your upbringing. I'm from Beverly on the far
1: south side. Okay. Both my parents are from here too. And uh, Beverly was just a, a wild place to grow up. And I think a lot of my comedy is influenced by the you know Irish culture. The Drinking on the train tracks, underage. Sorry, <laughs> and going to an all-girl high school, Mother Macaulay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, was young Maggie funny? She, she thought she was. <laughs> I think. And I think
1: sometimes she was, but a lot of the time, I think I was going for attention. Um, I was. I'm the youngest. Uh, two boys and then me. My older brothers were getting a lot of attention, and I thought, oh. let me try
0: now. So that's where it comes from. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, I heard that your show-stopping sleepover performance of the clown song from the film <laughs> Billy Madison, yeah. that not only got you laughs, but it got you some friends. Yeah,
1: I think I had some friends, but I think that got me way more friends. I think my popularity you know,
0: rose during that. So tell us more about where, where the funny you think comes from. was Is it more of your surroundings? like was, was it things that you saw happening around you that you thought, okay, let me poke fun at this because there's no way that this is normal? Or, again, more from, you know, Growing up with those two brothers,
1: yeah. Growing up with two brothers, my they loved uh, like Chris Farley and Adam Sandler, and my mom loved SNL. And both my parents are funny, even though they probably would say I'm lying when I say that. <laughs> um, but we just we loved comedy, and I was I was so interested. I, I liked acting, and I liked to put on little plays for my family. Mm-hmm. And then I thought getting a laugh feels really good. Let's try to get do this for my whole life. Yeah,
0: something about SNL that just inspires us all to like start doing skits. Yes. for no reason. Yeah.
1: And some people shouldn't, but some people
0: should. (laughs) So now take me into the world of stand-up comedy. I mean, how long have you been doing that?
1: So I did improv first. I did like IO Second City for about five years. And then I took Femcom at Lincoln Lodge, which is a class to get women to do stand-up. Because it's hard out there as a lady, I'll tell you. And uh, so I I took that class right before the pandemic. And then after the pandemic, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to try my hardest. And it's just been so much fun. And
0: is improv sort of the way in? Uh, for me, is it that was. a way to put your
1: toe in? Yeah, definitely. Because you you're surrounded by a group of people. You're not doing it alone, mm-hmm. so it's definitely a good
0: way to ease into it if you're looking to try it out. Yeah. Well, I got to ask you. You said it's hard out there for women, so <laughs> I need. I, I know that there are some stories. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That you can probably share. So, so tell us more about that experience being a woman in comedy, and and a woman in comedy here in Chicago.
1: Yes, yeah. I I will say it's gotten a lot better, but I mean, showing up to a show where there's 10 people on the lineup and you're the only woman is hard. It's the only woman's perspective. I mean, what does that tell you? It it tells me that the host isn't doing the work. Um, It tells me that and because there are so many good w- women comedians, non binary comedians, mm-hmm. like it does not, it is not hard to book multiple women or non binary comedians, non binary comedians, but people act like it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know why.
0: Well, you are pretty active online too, particularly on TikTok, which is where I think we found you, um, just because I want listeners to hear one of your most popular TikToks
1: hi welcome to flappies how may i help you hi yeah i'll do a lemonade and then what's your soup of the day it's the soup of the day yeah soup of the day you know i saw the chef making it yesterday it looked so good oh my god i love that what 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 was he making he was making the soup of the day <laughs> you're gonna love it you're really gonna love it what is the soup what is the soup of the day wait why are you, do you have my haircut? I don't know. I mean, why do you have my shirt on? This is America. I'm allowed to wear whatever shirt I want. I mean, you're not wrong. Can we just get the chef out here? Can you just tell us what the soup of the day is? Yeah, I'll go get the chef, but guess what? What? You're the chef. My God, I forgot again. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Time to get to work. What is the soup of the day, Maggie? We never found out. We never found out.
0: (laughs) We never knew. That sketch is is something. (laughs) How do you come up with your your storylines for your ticket? Because they range. (laughs) They can be about literally anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm inspired by a lot around me. Like that, I was at a restaurant and some woman asked what the soup of the day was near me. And I think the (laughs) server said it immediately. But I was like, it'd be funny if she didn't know. And just like coming up with, I've things actually like
0: had that experience. Really, where they didn't know like the fish of the day, or you know, the catch of the day, or the soup of the day, and I was like, "Well, why are well you what's going on? Telling yeah. me? <laughs> what's happening?" Yeah, um, there's another one that you have uh, that we we love on your TikTok. It's the, the shrimp 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 one. Shrimp shrimp shrimp. Welcome uh, to shrimp shrimp shrimp. Features your one of your many characters. This is ultimately Denise. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I like to throw in words that maybe don't make sense. And, and So I said, my name is ultimately Denise. And people were really stuck on that. we were like, what do you mean ultimately? I said, you're going to have to figure it out on your own. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, do you come up with alter egos too on top of the jokes?
1: Yeah, our, a little bit of the character. I think I come up with the joke first and then I'm like, what character can we slide into this? And <laughs> it's a fun sense. experience.
0: Uh, what do you think comes more naturally to you then? Is it making the online content or writing jokes for the live shows where you're getting that immediate I guess you're getting immediate feedback from both right
1: kind of yeah as if I'm like if I'm on my like phone, laughs. yeah <laughs> yes likes versus laughs I think the online stuff definitely comes more to me I think with stand-up I I overthink it a little bit more but my the class I took actually really helped me out but sometimes too the online stuff will translate into live stuff so it's like a cool experience
0: oh that. that's good yeah yeah I mean I've seen you on stage and and you look pretty calm Thank you. Are, are you nervous? Are, are there nerves happening?
1: I used to be. I think now I'm kind of like, peace and love. I don't care. Let's do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're going to bomb sometimes and you, that's what happens. Uh, do you find that a lot of folks come up to you because of recognizing you from TikTok or yes. is that, you know, what leads them to buy tickets for the show?
1: A little bit of both. People will come and be like, Oh my God, I saw you on, you know, I saw you on TV or I, I know you from social media. They'll, they'll say, Hey, you're saggy splinters, which is my handle. And I'll be like, yeah,
0: my name is Maggie, but you can call me saggy, whatever you want. I'm going to ask because <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did have to go to at saggy splinters <laughs> to check your videos out. Yes. Where did that come from? I'm, Obviously a play on your real name, name, Maggie yeah. Winters. 2018,
1: I was like, you know what? Let's get serious about my brand. I want my handle. It used to be just like my college like email. I was like, let's do something goofy. And someone used to call me Saggy. I can't even remember who. And I was like, Saggy Winters. Some people will be like, I really hate that. And I'll be like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's mine, and it's I'm keeping mine it. Now, yeah. Yep. Um, well, other folks listening, they might be familiar with you from uh, not just social media, but also your work as an actress. Yes. Yeah. I, I, w- I want to hear about your experience acting in the Righteous Gemstones. As I mentioned earlier, that show. Ah. Uh, hilarious. Yes. I mean, it, it literally had me from episode one. Yes.
1: I was a big fan of the show before I even auditioned. So when I got the audition. I was like, oh, God, I have to get this. I was like, did the audition, sent it, and I did a self-tape in my studio apartment and was like waking up at 5 a.m. every day, like yeah. waiting to hear anything um, and just working with Danny McBride, absolute dream. It was, that gap
0: between sending in oh, your tape and waiting for the callback, I mean, please, should be take illegal. us inside your head.
1: <laughs> I was truly waking up every day like, what if today's the day? And then it'd be like, nothing happened. And, and usually stuff doesn't happen, let's be real. Like, usually you send in you never hear anything yeah so when I was hearing like positive feedback from it I was like oh god oh god oh god and like trying to keep it together yeah well I mean you did a great job how did you get into acting in the first place thing just uh I mean I started off in in high school and actually before I the Beverly Arts Center I did mm. plays you were a theater there kid. yeah I was a theater kid then I did it in high school Macaulay and then I minored it in college and Always was like doing comedic acting. and Oh, it all makes sense Yeah, now. you were a theater
0: kid. <laughs> of course I was a of theater kid. Of course you were yeah. a theater kid. <laughs> um, you appeared in a YouTube series. It was called Welcome Back. Yes. Um, I saw some clips <laughs> from a few years ago from that too. And, and it got me thinking about one of my idols in the business, Issa Rae, <sighs> who got her start with, you know, a... a infamous by now YouTube series called The Awkward Black Girl. We know that that ended up being a massive, massive series on HBO called Insecure that had its run for seasons. Uh, Talk about that. Like uh, your thoughts on just YouTube playing a role in launching acting careers.
1: Yeah, I think it can even like start off on TikTok, then to YouTube, like a small, like ultimately Denise could be, you know, this little character, but then I could take her and make like a little web series with her. Mm -hmm. And then that's something that you can pitch, you know, to sell, when the studios get it together and we can pitch things again yeah, um, when we're not on strike. But like yeah. kind of that uh, angle, I think it's a, a, a great resource or to like just try things out. Like you put on, you put things
0: on YouTube, see how it goes. Mm-hmm. If it's not going well, you'd like scratch that idea. But at least you tried. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, how do you know it's not going well? Is it? The, the number of likes. The internet's going to let you know the comments. Yeah, they're going to the <laughs> I mean, read the comments.
1: Sometimes, I mean, I don't read the comments. I've been pretty lucky. People have been pretty tame, with and I say that now. Knock on wood, they're going to come for me. But <laughs> I think the comments and the likes and how, but not always, because sometimes something won't go viral. But you think it's funny, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to stick to leaving it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's dig more into your work. Earlier this year, we see that you uh, you had this solo comedy show called Marguerite. Yes. I mean, how were those?
1: Oh, it was so fun. It yeah. was, it. it's a solo show I decided to write in January and I had my brothers direct it, Barn Liam, and um, we just had a lot of fun together. I would like, it's mostly stand-up and then there's a couple videos in it. Um, And I had a lot of family and friends come out and it's just mostly about me. That's actually my,
0: my legal name, Marguerite. That was Surprise. going to be my next question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, that's where we get Maggie yes. from. Yes. Uh, and, and so how are you feeling now looking back? I mean, this is, this was your
1: baby. Oh, I... I I'm actually uh, still doing the show. I brought it to L.A., and then I'm going to bring it to the New York Comedy Festival. Amazing. Um, so I'm, like, still working on, like, you know, making little changes and just making it better each time. And hopefully next year, like, I can tour a little bit with it, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like—and maybe Edinburgh. It's a
0: cool show that I'm, like, excited to have. Yeah. You've also—you've come full circle because you said— you know you used to sort of chase after your brothers right yeah. and, and 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 chase after attention because of them now you're working with them what was yeah. that family affair like it's uh
1: it's good it's good it's it's i decided to go with them because i really like their comedic style and also i was like you know what i can So they're funny too. They're funny too. Well, let's give well, i'm funnier than them but <laughs> i also was like i could i know i can talk back to them or we can like argue about things that with other friends i probably couldn't yeah. but there and they also weren't afraid to Give me notes and tell me
0: things to improve on. Yeah, yeah. Who inspires you? What What other funny people out there are your just uh, your go tos?
1: So many uh, women, specifically. Um, I love I, I love Catherine O'Hara. I love Julie Louis Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. I love Maya Rudolph, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Patty Harrison. She's like a newer comedian. Mm-hmm. I love her. Nice. Just a lot of. A lot of what Melissa McCarthy is like my ultimate girl. Just
0: yeah, the ultimate. And
1: then for, for sure. men, Adam Sandler and Chris Farley were like growing up. and, and She's still ultimately not, Melissa.
0: Ultimately <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> yes, You're ultimately Denise. <laughs> uh, you got a show coming up on Halloween. Where can folks catch you?
1: Yes, at Zany's, a part of the 312 Comedy Festival. Um, it's a new festival in Chicago this year. And I'm yeah headlining Zany's with my friend Angie Kim. And I'm very excited.
0: That is awesome. Well, we've been talking to Chicago comedian, Maggie Winters. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It awesome. That episode of the Reset Podcast was produced by Micah Yason and it was edited by Maha Ahmed and Ethan Schwab. Are you getting the Reset newsletter to your inbox? Well, our digital engagement producer Claire Hyman shares recipes, movies, and more along with the big headlines of the day. Just go to wbez.org slash Reset News to sign up. That's it for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. I'll talk to you tomorrow.